Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. In a really amazing selection of other podcasts indicative of the recruitment market and the business market, for whatever reason you're listening now, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. We couldn't do this without our sponsor and our partners. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the show, but thank you to Pager, our sponsors, and our partners, Inclusion Crowd and Needy. And without further ado, let's jump in to get to know this week's guest. I always get so excited when I introduce a guest to you from a new location around the globe. And this is our first ever guest from beautiful Austria, although he's actually Italian. This is Simon Severino. He is the author of Strategy Sprints and CEO of Consulting Firm. And he's also a very prolific TEDx speaker. And during this really insightful episode, we understand what's the difference between being a dog and being a cheetah. You have to listen if you want to know what I mean by that. What are the greatest challenges facing recruitment leaders and recruiters right now? Why do you think you need to be working on your business rather than in your business? And that goes for you if you're a recruiter working on your desk. So he's got some incredible tips. Honestly, even I was blown away with them as to what you two simple things you can do each day to transform your time management. Trust me on this. You need to get clicking on it. And finally, the hot topic of 2023, how does Simon believe AI can truly transform your job, your business and your life? You're in for a fantastic episode. So thank you for joining us. And without further ado, let's jump straight in. This is Leisha Holmes, and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And for any of our audience that have been listening from the start, this is actually a first today. I am really proud to announce and present to you our first ever guest from Austria. So this is Simon Severino, and he is the author of Strategy Sprints, CEO of consulting firm Strategy Sprints, TEDx speaker, and much more. Welcome to you today, Simon. How are you? Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So I probably didn't do it justice. So for those who are not yet familiar with you, give us a bio as to who you are and what you do. I do only one thing since 21 years, and that's helping people that run businesses enter markets, crush it in the market, and stay competitive in the market. Because that's psychology, economy it's product management there are so many disciplines that you need to get right and that's why i did fall in love with this topic 21 years ago and still every day i find it fascinating and it's full of creativity and of beauty because you have to understand people and what they need and how to build it and how to promote it and all these things i find fascinating and every day i wake up with the feeling who can i help today with sales and with marketing and I'm, I'm honored that there are enough people that we are we can help every day. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, this is why it's going to be such a fascinating topic, because our audience, which is global, um, tends to be those in the recruitment sector day to day, those who are either forging then their career, so they are starting their sales career. So they're going to be sat with notepad and pen, I imagine. And also those who are running sales businesses. So I think that what you will give us is hopefully quite an eclectic view because it's not you don't just recruit, uh, you don't just partner recruitment businesses, but what you 
help businesses do in terms of scale up will be transferable to our sector, our industry. So what do you think are the greatest challenges facing leaders as we record this in 2023? We are so proud at the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to be sponsored by Pager. Pager helps recruiters to build personal brands, to identify new business opportunities, to attract those hard-to-find candidates, and to basically have better conversations. Now, you will have a large network that you want to build credibility with on LinkedIn, and sometimes posting content every day feels impossible. Now, that changes once you have Pager. Pager provides you with the ideas, the content, and the scheduling capability for to produce daily content to build out your own personal brand in minutes. And for business development too. Pager identifies companies that are advertising jobs, have key hiring indicators such as funding rounds, mergers, acquisitions, or senior appointments, and then alerts you to this daily. Pager also enables you to write candidate-centric job adverts without bias in seconds. So once you advertise your job, Pager will then automatically create a branded post and publish it to LinkedIn without you even having to lift a finger. So when you want to actively source candidates, you can create complex Boolean strings in seconds. All you need to do is to provide the job title and location. Now, Pager is making thousands and thousands of recruiters smarter and faster. For more information, click on the link pager.co to book your demo. And remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when inquiring. Now, back to the episode. We are working with many recruiting agencies, marketing agencies, consulting firms, financial advisors. Mm. One thing they all have in common, and we are working it, is Simon, I'm underwater. I have more activities than I have time. Mm. And when we look at it, one of the main patterns is they're working more in the business than on the business. Okay, yeah. I'm looking for talents this week and I'm so basically 80% of the day is working and then 20% is managing the work. Okay. But there is 0% on some days on improving the business. Mm. And by that, I mean working on form, fit and function of the sales system. How can we make the sales system easier? How can we make the buyer feel safer? How can we... Um, be so well organized that every interaction with us is a wow, creates value, wants them to have more interactions. Working on form, fit, and function of the marketing systems, mm. working on form, fit, and function of how you onboard clients. Can you make it a wow? Can you put away the friction of asking things twice or having them upload documents? all the things that they actually hate mm. and we could remove if we just take time to design a better process. So what I see is they work so much in the business <laughs> that they then don't allocate time to work on the business. And that starts with writing down what you're doing and finding 
the little leverage points per day. We use the daily flow, which is a practice, a daily habit of writing down, this is how, how I located my time today. This is what I am going to delegate or automate or cut tomorrow. And if you do this every day, you start freeing up time. So our coaching cycle is 90 days when we coach people because in the first month, we want to free up 10 to 14 hours per week of their time from okay. in the business. In the second month, then we apply that 10 to 14 hours to work on the business. How can we improve how you promote your business and how you close the deal and how you onboard people. And then also the delivery, for example, in recruiting, it's not about just finding talent and placing talent. After you've placed them comes the delivery. How will mm -hmm. they land there? Yeah. You create a 90 days package, a hundred days package of helping them actually land there and be successful. Your job does not have to stop there so you can also think about the delivery process the retention process the upselling and cross-selling possibilities mm. I, I think that listening to everything that you said there i think that what tends to happen and what can happen and why maybe so many recruitment leaders fall into the trap unintentionally of working in the business rather than on the business is because they almost are unintentional entrepreneurs, like a good salesperson will always make money. And listening to this now as, a, as an entrepreneur myself, it's you saying, let's find 10 hours and we're going to do this to allow you to get to the next level. They might be sat there thinking, well, that 10 hours based on my output and my revenue will cost the business, I don't know, let's say 10 grand a month or something, I don't know. And actually, that's the short-term view, isn't it? That that 10 hours as a multiplier could then earn you an additional million pounds a year or something. So I think it's that, you know, people get swept up almost in scaling their business and, you know, going into business in the first place because they're good at sales. And I think listening to you now, it's, it's almost taking that step back in order to be able to propel forward. Have I, have I understood that correctly? Yes, we talk about three levels of an agency owner. I mean, if you every day, if you're happy like a dog every day, yeah. then you don't have to change anything. Enjoy, enjoy yeah. running business. I'm wagging my tail, Simon. I'm wagging my tail. <laughs> but most people that we talk to and also in our community, we meet each other every Monday for group coaching. And when we come together, we find that many of us are underwater like a turtle. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. Oh, my kids have soccer practice, but I cannot bring them three times a week because mm. actually this client, that client, oh, that broke in that country. So underwater, <laughs> like a turtle, is a state that we see a lot. And, and we have developed six baby steps to get them from underwater. Now free up time. And that takes around two weeks to wow. free up 10 to 14 hours from their, from their current week. And then stage two, they are now fast like a cheetah. Ah, oh, I love it. And cheetah intensity is amazing. It's adrenaline. People like it. It's a rush. Um, and workaholics love it, definitely. Uh, I am one of those. Mm -hmm. And so I could work all the time and I love it. And it's intense. You get feedback. You get monetary feedback. You get applause. You get mm -hmm. thank yous. And so that's an adrenaline rush mm -hmm. that is actually quite enjoyable for yourself but the others 
your loved ones, your friends, your children, your parents, they will say, mm, I miss you. Mm. You are always there. Can you be a little bit here? Yeah. We want to play tennis with you. We want to go to soccer practice. And so, so I have three kids. So they tell me, mm, we want to do skateboard with you, dad. Oh, that's working. Nice. Yeah. Your name is Cheetah Mode. And so that's when I realized, oh, okay, oops, I'm in Cheetah Intensity. Let me move, baby step five and six, happy like a dog. Mm. Now, to move there, and, and most people want to have a balance between cheetah intensity, fast like a cheetah, happy like yeah. a dog. Yeah. You, you want to enjoy the here and now of your mm. business. Not just, okay, let me put in 14 more hours per day. In three years, I can sell this thing. That doesn't sound very enjoyable. Sorry. No. And you enjoy the process, the creativity, the beauty of the moment of your interaction right now, of the people you're here to serve. And usually you can only really enjoy it if you simplify it. Because when you simplify it, let's say you have one ideal client, one offer, one conversion mechanism, one price, and one onboarding sequence. Mm. Ah, Now you can enjoy it. It's simple. You can explain it to a new hire yeah. pretty quickly. They can start now take stuff from your show. From you. From your yeah. Rent. Yeah. It's the delegation, isn't it? I mean, it's not rocket science, really, but it's creating actions and behaviors that somebody likes over the 90 day period in your scheme would allow them to enhance that and implement that into their business. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people, don't have that level of simplicity in the mm. first place, we have to mm. map it simplify it yeah and secondly then you can start delegating mm. and you can actually go on very long holidays i'm, I'm going to a five weeks vacation soon with my family Lovely. and will run but before that to get there you need to write it down and so that's stage two and then stage three now you have written it down you start delegating now you can have it work passively like an asset. Yeah. Now you can do IP lending, mm. for example, for the strategies prints method, and is an IP that can be lended. Uh, Google, HubSpot, etc. They can lend the IP, pay for it. Then there is a certification program, which is like a franchise model. Right. Okay. So from there, you can start having scalable passive revenue streams on top of it, and that's the ultimate. Um, enjoyable stage of your business and then at that stage you can even sell it you don't have to but having the option of selling it relaxes you and definitely brings you into happy like a dog mode because you know okay you could so you mm. don't have to yeah definitely I think it's like that utopia isn't it really of like you say enjoying what you're doing and really appreciating it but doing so in an accomplished way you haven't found an animal yet that's got the pace of the cheetah but the happiness of the dog i didn't did, did no. you did no i'm trying to i'm definitely i'm yeah. trying to think about the whole animal kingdom and i'm sure there's somebody out there that'll come up with an animal that combines the two so i mean i, I think that's really interesting and i think uh, you know i think there'll be a lot of people that will that will agree with your synopsis and and your method and mindset of how recruitment leaders can achieve I guess the ultimate you know lifestyle um, success as well um, but one of the key issues I guess that when business owners are looking to scale 
is that they've set their business up with their mission and their value proposition and those values as they've tried to scale up often can get compromised as they hire other people in. So how do you advise that they maintain their core values whilst actually achieving scalability? We are so proud to be partners of Needy, the gifting revolution. Here at Key Recruitment, we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs, but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. Yes, growing is tough. Mm. When you grow, what usually happens is that the simplicity is hard to keep and so stuff gets complicated yeah in the growth stage this is usually where with founders i go back to the branding the branding playbook the sales playbook so the core playbooks the the sop manual and we work on governance on simplifying things like what are our core values max six max one word each and okay. the test is asking people what's your core value and they can tell you immediately without having to look up anything okay. and also asking them and what what does it mean in everyday life and they tell you an example so in a zoom meeting if i could do this or that i do this because that fits that value mm. so simplifying means going back to the brand playbook the sales playbook wherever you have codified how you work and why you work that way yes simplifying it having it on a few slides making sure that is that every new hire finds it knows what it means can apply it immediately and there is a loop um, of a monthly quick check how are we living the principles that uh, are important to us Mm. and um, that's basically it you have to Mm. go back to the sop manual to the playbooks and keep them simple because every, every every organization that grows, everybody comes in, has new ideas, wants to expand things, et cetera. And then you are in chaos again. It will happen because growth is a spiral. Okay. As soon as you have something that's working, it will scale. And when it scales, the things, the current processes will break. Mm. So you have to re, remap, yeah, and yeah. redefine them for the next bigger um. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's one, one component there, which I want to go go back and make sure we do cover off, which is you talk about when the new hires come in and they understand what the values are. Well, going back a step, 
how do we ensure that we are hiring in the right people with the right values? Ooh, chapter 12 and chapter 13 mm. are about the hiring process. Okay. It took two full chapters. So I'm talking about the book strategies. Yeah, yeah. It took me two full chapters. And many people ask, why do you need two chapters for hiring? And I said to the publisher, because before you hire, there is a full set of things that you have to think about. Mm. One, and that's the biggest one, is... Um, how does the job scorecard look like for that position? Mm. So if you have an A player and they're absolutely crushing it 110%, how does that look like? You have to define that qualitatively and quantitatively before okay. you can hire. Before you hire, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most people don't think about that. And then the second thing is, okay, and <clears throat> who are the right people to do that? And then chapter 13 is how you post it on LinkedIn, how you do the actual interviews, how you have them make a demo, and how you filter out from the first 400 applications to the, to the top 10 that you are going to talk to, to the top three that make it in the final round. So the, the practical process. But the chapter 12 is actually how does the ideal job look like and who is the ideal person to do it mm. so the unicorn approach i just i was going to actually make a joke and say just two chapters on hiring surely you'd need a whole book on hiring there you go there's your next book now i think that's really interesting and i think you know what you said there is you know and it's not about being disingenuous about um culture per se but it's about understanding what makes your business where you're standing right now. What are those core values and keep reverting back to that as you scale. I think it's interesting that you say that, you know, as you go through growth, you do go through cycles. It is cyclic, but you have to stay true as a business owner to, you know, what your purpose is and hiring people in on that vision. So I, I find that really interesting. So obviously you, um, I think it's on your LinkedIn profile, you proclaim that CEOs should be working on the business and not in, in the business, as you said earlier on. But how do we, you know, there are lots of people listening who run their own desks as well. So that, you know, they, they will work, I call them intrapreneurs because they are working in a business. How do we ensure from a time management point of view? Because this is something that gets talked about all the time, especially with our 360 model where you're, you know, you're tasked with getting new business, tasked with managing your existing relationships, finding the candidates and then managing the entire process. I mean, it's about five different jobs. So how, what advice would you actually give to recruiters who are running their desks day to day to ensure that they're strategizing too? The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is thrilled to be partnering with Inclusion Crowd. Inclusion Crowd put the D into diversity, but do it disruptively. We love that. Really reflecting what we're about. I was introduced to Inclusion Crowd back in 2020. And I've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector. They believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society and that no matter who you are listening now, you have a story to tell. You have a contribution to make. An Inclusion Crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion Crowd, like the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialise in our industry. 
what we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, higher regard, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body for the Inclusion and Diversity Certification Mark within recruitment. We are so proud to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. I would definitely do three days of the daily flow exercise. They can download it at strategiesprints.com. In the tools sections, there is the daily flow. And the daily flow is what I use every day since 21 years now. And I still find things to optimize in, in how I prioritize my day. And so today is 6 p.m. when I stop work, when I wind down the day, uh, I will reflect. I go to the daily flow and I see, okay, this is what I did, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., etc. And then it asks me two questions. Simon, which of these tasks will you delegate tomorrow? And now I can think of to a software, to an AI, to a freelancer, to a colleague, or I just cut it or I outsource it. All of these options are fine, but I have to pick one. Mm -hmm. Because... It's not just about doing good work. It's also about learning about yourself and finding the next higher leverage task and to hand over one of the current tasks that you have learned already how to solve. Well, if there is a process, then write it down and hand it over. You are needed for the next problems to solve. I love that. There is always a next bigger one. Mm. So that's the daily flow. The second question that it asks me is... Simon, if you would live more freely and more intentionally, what would you do tomorrow? And this is where I go, mm, I always wanted to find a big joint venture partnership with Nike. Right. Then you write it down and you say, all right, start strategizing JV Nike. Because otherwise you will never do it because it's not an urgent thing. It's just an important thing. Hmm. So that's the daily flow. Okay. Whenever you feel like, oh, if, if, I, if I just could have a longer day or wow, this went on quickly, <laughs> the daily flow, you can download it at strategiesprints.com. You just do three days of it. You will find your current time wasters and then can decide if you cut it, if you delegate it, if you systemize it. I love that. I absolutely love what you do there. And I think even though I've been doing this job for 25 years, I'm going to go and download that because apart from anything, that second part, that manifestation, which is basically what manifestation is, making sure you make take those steps to make those things happen. But the, in terms of delegation, I think that, you know, there are some behaviours in certainly in top billers where they don't want to let anything go. They don't want to they don't trust other people. So I think it will teach them how to be able to do that. I think that's wonderful advice. Now, you alluded to and we're actually being recorded by your AI so tell me how you 
see AI impacting sales generally, but specifically the recruitment industry? Um, I'm, I'm talking on a stage at an event organized by Google, who is one of our joint venture partners next week about how to leverage AI specifically in sales. Because we are using AI heavily, heavily. So where do we start? Um, it is changing the world. And in the immediate, it can take off many, many tasks, especially research and copywriting, mm. but also strategic analysis. Okay. And this is, this is really game changing. Mm. Let's start with research. Um, you have now 20 McKinsey analysts on your desk for 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Please use them. <laughs> use, I definitely am using them. I'm asking, whenever I, I meet a person, let's say I have a sales meeting next week, I will have research preparing me for that. So what's their company? What are their top three competitors? How did revenue evolve over the last three years for that company? Mm, what, what is happening in their industry? It will be already, when I go into that meeting, I don't know that person, but believe me, I know that person's world. And that meeting will be so much more valuable for that. It took, it, it took me three minutes to do it, and soon it will be automated. Mm. But that person will go, holy cow, I want to meet this person more often because in half an hour, I learned so much about my world. Mm. And if you're a recruiter or a consultant or an advisor, this is your chance to create value. It's not the product. No. It's when I interact with you, I leave either more knowledgeable or more energized or more inspired or more clear. That's the value that you create. I call it the strategic value. And so I have AI preparing every single encounter, preparing every meeting, researching before I have a meeting because I'm old school. I like to be to come prepared to a meeting. And Definitely. please, people, don't go unprepared into meetings. I see, I see this happening. So I use it to research before to be very prepared in a meeting. Mm. I use it for copywriting. I'm an Italian, so I'm terrible at writing English. <laughs> but people tell me that our emails and our LinkedIn posts are very enjoyable and informative. And the reason is because AI helps me with that. So it, it does some editing and I say, make it more interesting, make it more concise. Um, and that's the second part, copywriting. Mm. And then the third part is strategic analysis. You can literally ask ChatGPT, what are the top qualities of the strategy sprints method by Simon Severino? And it will tell you. Wow. Now that's your marketing deck. Then you can say, how does it compare to competitor one, two, three? Mm. Where are unmet needs that those competitors leave open? How could strategy sprints enter that market or formulate it? Please create a 12 weeks marketing plan from that perspective. 
and it does create a 12 weeks marketing plan yeah so no, absolutely definitely i think i just want to pick up on your point as well i think that there was never any excuse to not be prepared for any kind of sales meeting or an interview but now with chat gpt there's literally no excuse anymore so I totally agree with you that I think, you know, I, I do want to counter on the content. And the reason I want to counter is that I'm already observing quite a lot of homogenized content where people are literally, it, you can tell a, a post on LinkedIn that has been written by ChatGPT. If there's not been any editing, there's not been any personalization or dare I say it, humanization. I just scroll straight past. I can, I can see a mile off that it's not been written by that person because it's changed. The, the voice has changed. So I think that's the caveat that I want to say on content. I think it's brilliant for content generation ideas, but please try and still keep it human. And I mean, I don't know what you think about my counter argument on that. Boring content has always been boring. True. You can see it from the far, just delete, unsubscribe. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. No, I totally agree with you. Well, look, you've been so useful. And I, and I, I know that everyone's going to be scrolling to the bottom in the comments to look for that link. So we'll make sure we get all the data and all the information off you so that people can buy your books, get onto that um, website as well so they can do your behavior thing for um, the daily habits. Thank you so much for joining us, Simon. You've been an absolutely wonderful guest and uh, I can see why you've uh, had such an amazingly successful career. So thank you so much for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And let us know in the comments, what's the animal that's fast like a cheetah and happy like a dog? We're looking for the animal. Literally. What is it? I can't. I just, there must be one. But yes, I agree. We'll, we'll have to get the answers in the comments below, everybody. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.